Today on Smarter Building Materials Marketing, we talk about Facebook and Instagram ads and the two elements that will make or break your results. Facebook and Instagram advertising is a huge, huge opportunity for every manufacturer out there. And we're going to break down for you regardless of the size and type of product you have, why you need to be using this platform to build audience and generate demand. Let's get into the show. Welcome to the Smarter Building Materials Marketing Podcast, helping you find better ways to grow leads, sales, and outperform your competition. And now, here are your hosts, Zach Williams and Beth Popnikoloff. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. I am Zach Williams alongside Beth Popnikoloff, and we have a really exciting topic that we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about Facebook and Instagram ads and why they are an absolute necessity for every building materials company out there. Most building materials companies we talk to are either using Facebook and Instagram advertising to some extent, or they're considering it, or frankly, they don't think it's valuable and doesn't even work for their business. We think that Facebook is an incredible opportunity for building materials manufacturers simply because of the amount of time that your audience is spending on social media. You know where they are. They're on Facebook. Everybody's on Facebook, grabbing our phones all the time just to check and see what's going on that wasn't going on 10 minutes ago. So why not have your ads show up in the place that they're spending the majority of their time? I think that's a really critical point, Beth. If you look at Facebook, like they're set to make, I think, over $4 billion this year on advertising. Both Facebook and Google represent 70% of all online ad spend in the US. And the reason for that is because they own the audience. Like people are spending time on Google for search and they're spending time on Facebook and Instagram for social media. Like those are the top two places that people spend time. And so we look at Facebook and Instagram advertising and we say, oh, well, that doesn't work for me because I can't sell online or I can't directly get a lead from it today. Right. And I, I think that that's the wrong way to view it. Facebook and Instagram advertising is not about fulfilling demand. It's about generating it. It's about generating demand with an audience that is not even thinking about you or doesn't have your brand in their peripheral at all right now. Like that's the potential of this platform. If you want to do Facebook and Instagram advertising well, you've got to shift your thinking to know that it's more about display advertising and less about search. If you think about Google, Google is all about supplying intent or fulfilling intent of their visitors. I go to Google and I search for a product. They show me the right product. I don't go to Facebook or Instagram to find a product necessarily. Now you are seeing some of that within Instagram, people searching for inspiration, but it's much more about finding a set of people that may be interested in your product and introducing your brand in the best, most effective way. What you're saying is so important because we know that for manufacturers, you're constantly looking to grow business. Who are those customers who could buy from you, but currently are not? It's like untapped for brand new customers, net new business. Yeah. I think that that's a really compelling point. It's There is an element of like you can retarget website visitors. Because of the way Facebook allows you to target based on interest, based on industry, based on association that you are able to target people who are not buying from you at all, but could be. That, that's critical, Beth. And we're going to dive into this here in a second. Is yeah. There's so many different ways and types of people that you can target on Facebook and Instagram that 
it just opens up a whole new set of individuals that frankly, you didn't even know existed. And maybe they didn't even know that you existed either. Exactly. To best point, like I go to Google and I'm searching for a product. I know that that product category exists. If I've got a new product line or I've got a new solution to a problem that people have, the, one of the best ways to introduce that is Facebook and Instagram advertising because you can figure out, okay, who is the right person for my product and get it in front of them using so many different methods. When thinking about Facebook and Instagram advertising, there's so many different applications for it. You can use it to announce a new product launch. You can use it at trade shows. You can use it for general brand awareness. There's so many different avenues and ways that you can use the platform. The two most important areas are your audience and your messaging. In the Facebook ad platform, you have the ability to target people so many different ways. You can target them based on location, demographic information, their profile information. Did they visit your website? You can even plug in email addresses from your list and target those individuals and match them up. And then the beautiful thing is there's even lookalike audiences. Like we ran a campaign recently for a client of ours using Facebook lookalike audiences. We literally loaded in lists as well as website visitors and we created lookalike audiences based off those two sets of people. And we said, hey, Facebook, Instagram, go find me people that look like these people. And so they're introducing ads that are very top of funnel, just trying to introduce the brand and engage with these people to individuals that don't even know we exist or are not even on our peripheral. And the incredible thing is like this manufacturer, like they sell a very expensive product. And so if we're generating leads for them at a couple of dollars a lead, it's like a no brainer because we're introducing individuals that may not even know they exist at a couple of dollars that we then nurture to the point of a salesperson getting in contact with them. And I think that that's an important way to think about it. And we're going to get into funnels here in, in a second within Facebook and Instagram ads, but it's about understanding who do you want to target and then what is the most effective message to get them engaged with your brand? It's audience and messaging. So when you're thinking about messaging, getting your messaging right for Facebook, it's going to be very different than how you would approach Google AdWords messaging. It's going to be a little less direct. We don't want to jump right into your product. What you want to do is speak to the core of your audience's problems. If you've run Facebook ads in the past and just didn't see the success that you anticipated, most likely your messaging was wrong. If you're just simply putting your product out there and not explaining what the results are, so not just the features, but what the results are, how they're solving current industry pain points, you're not going to get the results that you need. It's important to approach Facebook, like Zach was saying previously, like display advertising. So we're interrupting people from what they're expected to be doing in their social feed. And there has to be a reason for them to stop what they're doing because they're there very passively. They're just there absorbing information. How do you get them to stop scrolling? What's going to catch their attention? And just a picture of your product with like, we've been in business for 25 years is not going to stop them scrolling. Beth, I saw these ads recently from a manufacturer who sells decking materials. And to your point, what they did was they showed this really cool time-lapse video of their product being installed in comparison to like the traditional way of installing a deck. And it was like just a quick 10-second ad showing like, hey, it's so much quicker to install our product. And I was like, that's so smart because it's kind of hitting, you know, it's just getting right to the crux of the issue, which is exactly. you can still have a beautiful product 
and it gets done, installed very quickly, which to the contractor, if that's who they're targeting, hey, I make more money in less time. Exactly. Okay. So, but from there, if I see that ad, what's my next step? Like, which is really critical. I see that ad telling me what to do next is really critical. So what they were doing was they were driving people from that ad to just literally getting a sample. They see the ad, hey, get a sample of this product to see how it can actually work in your next project. Boom. Low friction, low barrier to entry, high value play, and it doesn't require a lot from me, the contractor. They could send that same exact ad to a builder. They could send that same exact ad to an architect, and they could just test out these different audiences. Like We're always testing three, four, five, six different audiences to see what ad is going to work best with that given audience. Another great example of this is uh, GAF has their really interesting like drone platform. Have you seen this, Beth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's incredible. It's really smart. It's like, hey, use drones, which people love drones. They're like a hot topic to make more money by saving time by not having to go up on the roof. And you look like a baller because you're using a drone <laughs> to fix a roof. Like, <laughs> it's really smart. But if I'm GAF, I'm literally throwing that ad in front of people that follow me, that have demographic and profile information, that looks like a contractor. I'm I'm creating lookalike audiences. I'm creating demographic profiles of people to put that in front of. And it's a simple drone footage ad of somebody literally using a drone to make more money and win more jobs. So if you want to get started with Facebook ads, the first step would be to think about the strategy. Who are you talking to? What do they need from you? And then what do you have to offer to solve that problem? So when we're thinking about your audience, Let's think about how we could define your audience and make sure that your ads are being served to marketing qualified leads. So a great way to do this is by actually targeting associations. So you can target um, the NAHB, you can target the AIA, you can target people who have registered for KBiz or IBS or follow them on Facebook. So those are great ways to know, okay, you're not just going to end up in front of somebody who has an interest in home improvement or interior design or something like that. So when you're working on your ads, it's going to be a couple of things. One, it has to look good. Like those are just the facts. It needs to be an image that's going to grab somebody's attention. Think about where it's going to be displayed and how it would grab them out of just that regular scroll. We know that video, we actually didn't talk about video much this time, but Video is one of the best ways to bring people into an ad. Facebook optimizes video almost to a fault. Year over year, people are spending 80% and more time every year on watching videos on Facebook and Instagram than they were the previous year. I think there's even a stat out there that says there's actually more video uploads to Facebook than there are to YouTube on an annual basis. I mean, people are using video on Facebook like gangbusters. Beth, I was talking to a manufacturer recently. I was just asking, hey, did you go to IBS or KBiz? Because their product makes a lot of sense to, to exhibit there. And they said, yeah, we went, but we didn't exhibit. Uh, what we did was we just spent a couple thousand dollars on geotargeting the arena, the big convention center in Vegas, created a video ad, spent about $2,000 and generated $200,000 of business. And I was like, boom. It's amazing. Like, game over. Like that yeah, worked. Come like, on. Like, like, please show me the ROI on that. And you granted, win the builder show. You win. You you win. Now that was really that's a really smart tactic. And that, I, granted, I don't want to say that that will work for everybody. Their product, their product works really well in that kind of setting. But the point is, is is if you've got a really strong value proposition that meets the pain points of your audience, it's going to work. 
And it may not be a short-term play where you're like going to get a bunch of sales directly or leads directly from Facebook. But the other thing that's really important to know is you've got an audience that's captive on Facebook and on Instagram. And the cost of advertising right now is very underpriced. If you think about Google ads 10, 15 years ago, it was very, very underpriced advertising. And that's where Facebook and Instagram are today. So even if your MO is to let's just build our audience and be in front of them because these are the platforms that they live on, that's not a bad strategy. One of the best performing formulas that we have right now that's working is using a combination of video, as Beth mentioned, with ads. If you think about your website traffic and you think about your audience and who may be interested in your product, one of the best ways to warm them to the point of becoming a lead is using video. The reason being is that if you create a standard you know, image ad that directs somebody to a website, the cost per click, the cost per lead can be a couple of dollars to even you know, $10, $20 per lead. But if you think about video, the intent of video is to watch that video. And you're not actually sending somebody away from the platform. So Facebook and Instagram actually reward you at a cost per view versus a cost per click. So a cost per click may be two, three, four dollars a click. A view is going to be two, three, four cents per view. So what we've seen work is if you start your ad campaign with a video versus an ad click, what you're doing is you're actually warming your audience. If you introduce it and you say, hey, here's our product, here's the value off proposition. And your goal within the ad platform is to not actually get someone to convert or to click, but to watch. Facebook is going to then reward you for that because you're keeping people in the platform. Now, if you're tracking with me, the beautiful part of this is you can actually retarget or send different ads to individuals who watch a certain percentage of that video. So let's say I've got a a window product or I've got a roofing product and I'm showcasing the value proposition of that. I get that ad out there to, let's say, 20,000, 30, 40,000 people. I can then retarget or send a different ad to people that watch, let's say, 50% of that video. If I send it to people that watch 50% of that ad, I know that those people know my product, they know the value proposition, and they have interest in it because they watched that length of the video. Make sense? So when I start sending more conversion-focused ads to those people because they watched a certain length, the likelihood that they will convert to become a lead is much higher because I've already warmed them up. So I'm essentially spending less money to get leads to come in by educating my audience on the value proposition. So I'm getting more face time with my audience and I'm getting more conversions in the process too. We know that the back end of Facebook ads manager can feel really overwhelming. There's so many things to click. There's so many questions and qualifications when you're getting ads set up. We'll include in the show notes some examples of ads that we've seen work really well or that we think are good examples of good messaging or good targeting. Really what we would recommend is just to get started. So maybe don't worry too much about how do you convert these people into leads and then into customers right away. Let's start instead by tuning in to the right audience and then getting that messaging right in front of them. Just work on those top of the funnel campaigns to see if you can really hone in on what's effective, what's bringing in the most engagement, what's driving the most clicks. And then later down the line, worry about introducing those more complex multi-step ads with redirecting and retargeting and turning on and off audiences or A-B testing. 
let that be a down the road and don't let any of that complexity keep you from getting ads started. One of the most valuable things that you're actually going to get out of this is the data. The data that you will get your hands on to understand, yes, this messaging that we have been saying for the last 15 years does or does not work. Yes, we understand who our target audience is or no, we don't. Yes, we understand what they're doing, what they're looking for, and on and on and on. So you're actually just going to get your hands on so much customer research. Then you'll be able to digest that and make decisions on data, not just on good gut feeling. So you know how much we love data here. We talk about it all the time and just how important customer research is. And that's really what you like. Let's have that be your first goal before you start tracking conversions. I couldn't agree with that more, Beth. Using Facebook and Instagram to not only generate demand, but drive decision-making on what messaging works is so, so smart. And we really encourage you, if you're not using Facebook and Instagram advertising, to begin to budget for it, begin to try it, begin to test it, and just know that like, hey, this is a new platform that's very different. And if you don't see results overnight, that doesn't mean it's not going to work. But we've seen firsthand the impact that can have on a manufacturer's business, which is why we believe in it and why it's, I think, critical now to be spending time and spending frankly, ad dollars budgeting into that platform as well. Well, that wraps up the episode today. If you want more great content like this, go to venvio.com slash podcast. Until next time, I'm Zach Williams alongside Beth Popnikoloff. Thanks, everybody. You've been listening to Smarter Building Materials Marketing with Zach Williams and Beth Popnikoloff. To get the resources mentioned in this podcast, visit venvio.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.